The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise has free picks every day for every sport. Check out all their plays and betting news at PicksWise.com. That's PicksWise.com. And finally, we're also giving away $500 in our Masters DFS contest that is completely free to enter. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Masters. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Masters. That is the Europa League music, and that's because you are listening to the Europa League show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. It's that time of year where the Europa League comes to the Soccer Gambling Podcast, and that's because we have reached the Europa League quarterfinals. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com, where we have already had a hot start to the month, and we are heading towards our 95th month of transparent tracked profit, but you can still be a part of the journey of April 2021. It's still early in the month, still plenty of action to come. We are winning nearly every every single night in the NBA. We've had a 69% start to the NHL season. We've had a hot start to MLB. We still have the end of the domestic soccer season to come. You can still get involved for the second leg of the Champions League. Had a really, really good bunch of picks for the first legs. You have the Europa League tonight. You have WWE WrestleMania coming up at the weekend. You can be a part of all of that and you can still make money this month. It's still early. You are still going to get yourself 21 days worth of plays. So it is still worth signing up over at lockbetting.com to be a part of the 95th month. When I say transparent track profit, what I mean is full transparency. I use Patreon as the place where I give out my picks. That means all of my members can comment under every single post. All of my P&Ls for these months are posted. P&Ls, spreadsheets, they're real things. They're what these clowns on Twitter don't know anything about. They sell you a dream, put you in a massive hole, and then chase it with seven or eight unit plays once your bankroll is dead. We don't do that. It's all sensible staking. It's all fully tracked. The pin tweet at SGP Soccer is always the previous month's P&L. So 
you can go and do your due diligence before you sign up. But make sure you do sign up this month over at lockbetting.com. Let's move on with the Europa League here. And I really like this slate of games. I didn't like it at first. When I first looked at it, I thought, oh, how do we bet this? I have a pretty good idea as to who will go through. But taking chalky favourites hasn't really been a good thing to do here in this competition as we've seen uh, the teams at the top fall by the wayside over and over and over again here in the early rounds leaving it look looking like it's clear for an all English final and Arsenal and Manchester United do lead the market here Man United at a best price of 7-4 Arsenal available at 11-4 here they are the favourites to win this competition and they are on separate halves of the draw so we should see an all English final Villarreal are there at five to one next. Uh, Ajax 6 to 1, Roman 9 to 1. That's probably because they're playing each other in the tie of the round. Granada 28 to 1, they're going against Man United, Slavia Prague 28 to 1, and Dynamo Zagreb, who knocked out Tottenham all the way out to 40 to 1. And let me remind you, Tottenham were the favourites going into the last 16. And uh, prior to that, we have seen teams like Leverkusen go, Leicester go in the last round. We saw AC Milan go. We saw Napoli go, sorry, in, in the last 32. So these are teams that are expected to be here. They are not here. And it is now wide open for um, Arsenal and Man United. But is it going to be as clear as now the tournament normalises and the favourites do continue to, to, to win? I'm not too sure about that. That's why this makes it so difficult to, to do this competition but we found great success in it. We have um, been hit by a few futures, which is usually our bread and butter, but we've definitely made it up in the picks. And of course, coming into the latter part of the Champions League and the Europa League, we had a 19-3 and lock record. We absolutely blitz the qualifying stages. So our profit in this year's competitions is almost guaranteed, but obviously we want to keep that momentum going. And we've had a decent run through the last 16 in the Champions League, the last 32 in Europa, the last 16 in Europa. And of course, as I mentioned, the quarterfinal first legs were kind to us with the Champions League. We begin here with Ajax versus Roma here, where Ajax are the even money favourites. It's 13 to 5 the draw, and it's 5 to 2 here on Roma. When I was writing my um, reasoning for my plays on Tuesday, I looked at a game between Manchester City and Dortmund, and I just said, there is every bit of reasoning here for this, this play to cash. And the play I took was Manchester City and both teams to score and ended up getting it at 5-2 because Manchester City had won 26 out of 27 and uh, Dortmund had scored for 37 games in a row. They did make it 38 and Manchester City did win that game. So it was a 5-2 play with overwhelming data. Here, obviously... It's not a 5-2 to two play, but we do have an even money play here on Ajax. Ajax to, to win this game on the money line, I think, looks like the play based on the statistical data. And statistical data isn't always the be-all and end-all. Yesterday, my clients took a play on Juventus in a must-win situation simply because I couldn't wrap my head around Juventus playing Europa League football next season. Therefore, I took them against Napoli. Had Napoli won the game, Juve would have been taken out of the top four. So not only are Juve not challenging for the league this season, they could have been taken out of the top four yesterday had they lost that game to Napoli. So we took Juve in terrible form in that spot. And you know what? They won the game. So data isn't always the thing to go. If data was the thing to, to use, then the books would be losing. 
and uh, the public would be winning because all of the data is out there if you look hard enough. But gut handicap situations exist. This game here between Ajax and Roma, though, for me, isn't one of them. I will ride the data and I will take Ajax at evens here. This Roma team have failed to win any of their away meetings with Serie A's top 10. So they struggle on the road against the better teams. And I think Ajax would finish inside Serie A's top 10 comfortably if they were in that league. The visitors who are known for their attacking intent, have tightened up at the back, conceding just twice in three of their last four. And Ajax have won 18 of their last 19 matches and eight in a row at home going into this game. So I'm going to ride all of that and I'm going to take Ajax to take a lead into the second leg. Now, this won't necessarily end the tie and this doesn't necessarily mean I'm picking Ajax. A few years ago, I remember Roma um, were 4-1 down in the first leg against Barcelona and ended up winning the second leg 3-0. Obviously, that home support isn't there anymore, but this team are capable of comebacks and obviously the personnel have changed. But I mean, that's just an example of what can happen anywhere in European football. But that seems to be what happens to Barcelona frequently. We all know what happened to them when they um, had a massive lead against Liverpool as well. So um, I, I guess those are anomalies. And if Ajax can take a lead into their second leg, that does give them the advantage here. But I'm not interested in any kind of futures qualifying play here. I'm interested simply in the first leg and Ajax taking a winning lead across to Rome. So Ajax on the money line here, available at evens. You can get it at bigger plus money if you shop around, but that's going to be the play here for the first game here in this one. Up next, we look at the game between Dynamo... Sorry, up next, we look at the game here between Arsenal and Slavia Prague. Trying to run these in alphabetical order. And um, Arsenal here are available at 4-7. to seven. It's 3-1 to one on the draw and it's 6-1 to one on Slavia Prague. Now, I spoke previously about data, but that wasn't just because of the Ajax game. That's because of what I wanted to do here, here with the Arsenal game as well. Looking at the fact that Slavia Prague have come to England twice, uh, sorry, not England, come to Britain twice and picked up positive results, they look like a good play here to avoid a defeat. Also, given the fact that Slavia Prague have lost only one of their last 29 matches in all competitions, Arsenal have won only four of their last nine home assignments. Slavia Prague, as I mentioned, eliminated Rangers and Leicester in the previous two rounds, and Arsenal have conceded two or more goals in three of their last six home fixtures. You would think these double chance would appeal here but I'm going to take Arsenal in the money line simply because this is all or nothing now for Arsenal if you look at their result against Liverpool that pretty much 100% ends Champions League and possibly even ends Europe via league position so this all or nothing here for Arsenal plus we have the entire uh, racism scandal with um, what happened with the game between Prague and Rangers now that player that was accused of racist abuse is not even playing here in this game so um, I have to think with the amount of black players here on the Arsenal team and with everything that's that's happening in football at the moment with Black Lives Matter and, and anti-racism, etc., that these Arsenal players rally together and they want to beat the piss out of this Slavia Prague team. Uh, and Slavia Prague, as a football club, have defended the player uh, despite the fact that there's proof out there that there was that there was racism and and they've allowed him. To, to stay at home and pretend that he's injured in order to avoid police questioning the minute he landed in Britain. So 
there's a lot of controversy around this entire situation. And I think that will be a motivator to Arsenal, particularly Arsenal's black players. I think we'll, we'll get Slavia, we'll get Arsenal to, to rally around here and want to beat Slavia Prague. And I think the whole of Europe is supporting Arsenal here in this situation. Plus, if you disregard all of that as a motivating factor, also look at the fact that, as I said, Arsenal have nothing else to play for this season. And they are the much, much better team. There isn't a single Slavia Prague player that Arsenal want to sign or who could play for this Arsenal team. So if Arsenal turn up here and they're 100% motivated to, to pulverise this, this shitbag team, then they will win this game here. So Arsenal, for me, have to be the player here on the money line, despite all data telling you not to take them. I'm going to take Arsenal here at 4-7 to seven to win this first leg here on the money line. Up next, we do now have the game between Dynamo Zagreb versus Villarreal. The winner of this tie will meet the winner of the Arsenal-Slavia-Prague tie. And uh, the winner of the Ajax-Roma tie will meet the winner of the Granada versus Manchester United tie. So one of Arsenal-Slavia-Prague, Dynamo Zagreb or Villarreal are going to be in the final. So this is seen as the side of the draw to, to be on. And um, there is an opportunity for one of these two teams to reach the semi-final, which would be a good achievement for either one of them. Villarreal are the even money favourites to win this away leg against Dynamo Zagreb conquerors of Tottenham who had a 3-1 underdogs and it is 9-4 here on the draw. I'm expecting this first leg to be relatively cagey. I think Villarreal will be happy to take them home here with, with, a, with a draw or at least an away goal. And I think they're going to be targeting that away goal. They have managed to score in 100% of their Europa League matches this season. And Villarreal are yet to you lose a Europa League game this season. Zanamo Zagreb, though, are beaten at home in the Europa League in 2020-2021. This is a difficult place to go to. And Dynamo Zagreb themselves scored at least once in seven of their last eight games here in this entire competition so as much as I think it will be cagey I think both of these two teams will be able to penetrate and I'm going to take both teams to score here at even money we saw how free scoring Dynamo Zagreb could be when they actually play and they needed to play against Tottenham and Tottenham really shouldn't have sat back against a team like this because if they were coming forward and attacking with attacking intent the idea was for Tottenham to get the one away goal and kill it off but they couldn't get this one away goal in that game and uh, Dynamo Zagreb obviously beat them and that's why Tottenham have knocked out here. Tottenham versus Villarreal would have been a far more appealing tie. But as I said, this represents an opportunity for a surprise team to get through to the semi-finals. And I think Villarreal will be wary of that. They'll be wary of the good home record that Dynamo Zagreb have. I, that's why I don't really like Villarreal here on the money line, despite the fact they are favourites. I would probably prefer to take Dynamo Zagreb to avoid a defeat here, even though I do think Villarreal will ultimately be the team who are in the semis. Um, and um, I think Villarreal's key to getting through that is to score here in Zagreb. So both teams to score here will be the plus money pick for me here at evens. The final game here is Manchester United's trip to Granada. And this one seems relatively straightforward to me. And we'll break it down shortly. Give you the odds first. Manchester United are available at 4-6 to six here. It's 11-4 on the draw. And it's 5-1 to one here on Granada. 
Granada haven't had a, a very good season so far. Uh, they have lost their last three games. Manchester United come into this having won both of their away knockout ties in this season's Europa League. And United have won three of the last four games, which includes two 1-0 wins. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a similar scoreline here. This Granada team are unlikely to even return to Europe next season, having fallen to ninth place in La Liga. Um, they'll be thrilled here to be in the last eight, putting out Napoli along the way. But it looks like their season is running out of steam. The grueling schedule seems to have taken its toll here on these players. And uh, as a result of that, it doesn't look like they'll be returning to the Europa League. So it's all or nothing really for them, much like we talked about with Arsenal. But they don't have the quality of Arsenal. They're coming up here against a much, much better Manchester United team whose sole focus now after that win against Brighton should be the Europa League. I don't think we should see much of uh, Fernandes and Rashford and even Harry Maguire being played in the Premier League games. The Premier League games are now irrelevant. I think Manchester United probably only need to pick up three more wins, I would say, for the rest of the entire season to make sure that they finish in the top four. And it doesn't really make... Too much of a difference whether you finish second or third or even fourth in the table, although fourth place does come with an additional qualifier, so they will want to finish inside the top three. But they're eight points clear of West Ham, nine points clear of Chelsea, 11 points clear of Liverpool. So I don't think they need to worry about that any longer. I think three wins out of the last eight games will be enough for them. Therefore, I don't want to see too many of these players, especially when we're looking at spots where Europa League games and Premier League games are played in the same week. I want to see players rest and I want to see Manchester United solely focus here in this competition because the semi-final they get there is going to be tough against Ajax or Roma. A lot tougher than this tie. I think the statistical data here favours Man United. I think the players on the pitch here favours Man United. I think Manchester United's away record this season favours Manchester United and... Had this been against Granada with Granada's fans here in attendance, I think it would be a different game. I would look for Manchester United to come away with this with a draw and finish it off at Old Trafford. But I think Manchester United can win this game and win the tie here. I'll be looking for Manchester United to get this done in the first leg, trying to wrap up our business in the Premier League and then concentrate on winning this competition. So my play is going to be Manchester United here on the money line at 4-6 to six to, to get this done here in the first leg against Granada here. So 4-6 to six on the money line for Manchester United. Closing out with a lock on the show and I'm going to go back to back of what I just said. I think Manchester United makes the most sense. Favourites to win the competition. Far better than this Granada team. This Granada team looks to be running out of steam. There's no home advantage at all so basically all grounds are neutralised and I will take the better players and Manchester United have shown the ability to travel really well and win on the road in these circumstances. Of course they won away to AC Milan in the last round of the competition. Closing out here with an announcement for um, for people looking to sign up at LockBetting.com. Yesterday, um, the Bayern Munich PSG game didn't go how I forecast beforehand. And we were able to put out a really, really good in-play to cancel out that play. I want to give soccer soccer clients, people that sign up to my soccer packages, the opportunity to take advantage of those in-plays. So now, if you sign up to a LockBetting.com soccer package... 
I will be creating an in-play group. This will begin on Monday. So I'm going to be accumulating all of your phone numbers over the weekend and I'll be setting up a WhatsApp group for you. I'll be putting information on Patreon as to how to do that. So if you're thinking of signing up, there is really no better time. You can even start on a soccer package and you will get a taste of these in-plays because I want to give you guys the opportunities to hedge. I'm leaving it to the weekend because I need to get through WWE WrestleMania because that will be my main concentration this weekend. And if you want to get my WrestleMania plays, sign up for the top package. But off the back of that, and it has happened quite a bit this season, and I want to give everybody the hedges, I will be creating an in-play group for soccer, for soccer package people as well moving forward. So that's the announcement, and that's it for me here on the Europa League show. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.